Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am so excited for you today to hear from my next guest today, Teresa Snow. Teresa and I have known each other really since my first year out of college. I, I graduated from Auburn and Teresa's an Auburn grad too. So we'd love to connect about Auburn and how things are going, football team and all kinds of things. But I was in Minnesota at the University of Minnesota at a training center and Teresa was the director of the women of the staff that were there. And so we have known each other and see each other at different things in Austin where we both live and work. And I'm excited for you to hear from her today, but especially during this week of Thanksgiving, Teresa has forged just a strong habit of giving thanks and gratitude. And I'm so excited for you to hear about that, but especially as who she is, what her strengths are and how kind of that's the backbone to just one of those things that she does. So Welcome, Teresa. So glad you're here. Thanks for asking me, Barbara. War Eagle. <laughs> it's a good day to be an Auburn alum. Yes, it is. Well, like I said, I am so excited to have you here today. I'd love for you just to take a minute and introduce yourself, who you are, where you live, and what you do. Yeah, I live like Barbara. I live in Austin, Texas, and have for I probably 30 years, something like that. And I serve with Crew, Campus Crusade for Christ, which I have done my whole adult life since college. And I used to work with college students, and now I'm on our Austin City team still with Crew, Campus Crusade for Christ. Mm, that's great. Well, like I said, I love when I get to see you at different meetings or watching football, but just to hear and see just a glimpse of the ways that you continue to invest your life in others and just the joy that you have in all the things that you do. So I'm really excited to have just this conversation with you. I'd love for you to start with just telling what your top five Clifton strengths are. So they're harmony, responsibility, discipline, connectedness, and positivity. Okay, great. Well, I was just thinking, like, if somebody just met you, what would they, how would they see how your strengths are showing up in your life or in your work or just in what you do? Well, it was helpful for me to go back and review this because I thought, you know, this is how God has wired all of us uniquely. And when you see how the strengths that he's put in you, it gives you a greater appreciation and really a greater understanding. So with harmony, I had to laugh because I know I'm a peacemaker and I like for people to get along and I don't like conflict. And so I had to kind of laugh when I read some of the characteristics, but that's something that's important to me is having our harmonious, particularly when you work on teams and doesn't mean you agree, but you can you come together for the greater good. 
So that's how harmony lives out. And then responsibility is you give me a job to do, I'm going to get it done. I might get it done at two in the morning, but I will get it done. And so I had to laugh about that too, because I've done that late night or early morning often. And then discipline is, you know, just focus in completing things. And I like structure. I have endless, <laughs> I had to laugh, endless to-do lists. It gives me great joy to make lists and cross things off. And, mm-hmm. um, and then connectedness, I, I, I've really enjoyed over the years. When you're in a place for such a long time, you meet a lot of people. And I'll often say to people, tell me what you do. And I might know someone that I'd like to connect you to. And so that happened this morning with someone. And so I'm always adding to my contacts and saying, tell me a little bit what's something unique about you. So somebody reached out to me today about a repairman. Somebody wanted a counselor. And so I that's just joy. of It's sort of like I call it the old-fashioned when somebody would make a phone call and you had to go through someone else to be connected. And um, that's fun to me. And then positivity, I always laugh at that because I don't see myself as being a particularly positive person. But I would say I've learned learned to be positive. And part of that's gratitude that we're going to talk about. That gratitude added a lot to my positivity. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love just this season in November when it seems like a lot of people are thinking about obviously Thanksgiving and being thankful, but sometimes it's kind of sad to me that it's just like, oh, just this week of Thanksgiving, we we think of that. But I have appreciated, like I said, over the over the years as we've talked and knowing that we both have started a gratitude journal several years ago. And I'd love to hear what that's been why you started it and how that's been for you, because I feel like you've really had such a strong habit of that. And I want to hear more about it. So I read Ann Boskamp's book, A, a Thousand Gifts, where she challenged people to write and start making a list of things that you're grateful for and how that would grow your gratitude potential. And I've always you know, tried to be grateful, but I thought that that would be a really good practice for me. I wonder how long it would take me to get to a thousand things that I was grateful for. And so I started, I, you know, I, I have focus and discipline yeah. and responsibility. And so I started one, two, three, four, five. And then, you know, I don't know how long it took me to get to a thousand because that was, I don't know how many years ago, but it was fast. Because gratitude grows when you think about, like today, you know, I'm grateful for heat because it was a little bit cold and grateful I could be with my church family. And so it, it grew because I became more aware of God's daily blessings. But it was the book that really spurred me on. And then that's become you know, something that's really important to me. And I, I've thought often, what do I want on my tombstone? I think it would be kind of odd to say grateful, but I hope that's something that's shared, you know, that as people think about me, because I often say that my, say that to my friends, what are, what are we thankful for today? So it grows over time. And I am just really thankful for that discipline. 
Yeah. Well, have has there been, I'm sure just so many different layers to it as as you've been doing this and making it such a habit, but are there any things in particular that you feel like God is really teaching you as you've been having this practice or even maybe any particular season that was just like by faith, you chose to be thankful. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure we all have times like that, but is there anything particular that you'd like to tell us about that, that we're like, wow, I'm so glad I, could choose to give thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think anytime you develop a habit where it becomes more second nature and it for me has been like looking for daily blessings that I would blow past, you know, like I said, for like today, sunshine and heat and the privilege of, you know, worshiping freely and freedom. And so I I read something recently that said, you know, to give gratitude is worship because you're thanking God, even when you don't understand. I mean, I've written pages of, Lord, I don't understand what you're doing. This is confusing, but I'm going to trust you that you have a plan and that you are at work and you are much bigger than me and you have a better plan than me, even when I don't understand. And I think there'll be a number of things that I, it'll only be in heaven that'll make sense. Why did you do that? And in your timing, but it's become a choice to say, Lord, I am choosing to thank you even when I don't understand. And so, you know, watching, uh, I've had several friends, a couple of friends die too young. I would say, you know, younger than I thought, I thought they would live a lot longer and, and I was like, I don't understand that, Lord, but I trust your plan. And you don't make sense the side of eternity, but I know you're trustworthy. And that enables me to give thanks. And so I don't know if that makes sense, but that's really helped me, especially in the hard seasons of life, of which there always are. They yeah. will be. And when life doesn't make sense, then I trust the character of God and tell him I I thank you that you're in charge and I am not. And I trust you for that. Are there any particular scriptures that you just, Mm -hmm. that are kind of your go-tos as you're thinking about that or of different times of choosing to give thanks or any ones that, that you've rehearsed that just kind of flood your mind with Mm -hmm. thanks? Yeah. First Thessalonians 5, 18 and everything give, give thanks for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. And when I was a young Christian, I was like, what is that verse? And somebody quoted it. And now it's like, it doesn't say for everything, but it says in everything. And so in everything, in this day, in this plan that doesn't make sense, I can trust you and I can give thanks. Doesn't mean I'm jumping up and down with joy, but I'm choosing to be grateful. And that, that grows my joy and peace and when life especially when life is turbulent but i you know i think about where i started that i don't even know what that scripture was and that has really helped me a lot and i have a a funny story you know when, when you get ready to share about something something usually happens and so on friday i 
uh, had a medical appointment in San Antonio, which I've had, I've had several. And I, we switched the time on when the appointment was, and I somehow missed cue and didn't read the uh, reminder. So I, on Friday afternoon, I drove two hours to San Antonio. <laughs> I sat in the parking lot. I heard this message. Your appointment was two hours ago. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I've driven two hours. And I walked in the door and I said, how did I make a mistake? And they said, well, remember, we changed the time. And I, and I said, oh, I totally forgot. And I said... And they said, well, he, he's, he's gone. The guy I was going to see, he's gone for the day. And I oh. thought, well, I have a choice. I have a choice. So I went in my car and I thought, can I give thanks that I've just driven two hours and a fourth of a tank of gas on a day when I could have done 25 other things? And I thought, I have no feelings, but I'm going to choose to give thanks that God has a plan. I'm not going to be... You know, it was an innocent mistake. And I thought, well, this is a great lesson. Nothing, it wasn't tragic. It's just time. And I thought, okay, Lord. I mean, I had no feelings of gratitude, but I chose to give thanks. And I was in their parking lot about 15 minutes (laughs) and turned around and drove back to Austin. Uh And I have to go back another time now. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pay more attention. I set up the same time, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess up, but it was one of those life lessons. And I was grateful that it didn't take me too long, even though I had no feelings of gratitude just to say, Lord, thank you that you're in charge. It was an innocent mistake. What else do you have for me today? I'm not going to be stew about this all afternoon. So yeah, got in the car and drove home. Well, I know a lot of like what your work is, is meeting with different women and helping develop people just in their spiritual life and gathering people, meeting all kinds of things. Do you feel like there's any particular times? I mean, I'm sure you probably have a very long list, even just at work of ways that when you've chosen to give thanks and just seeing God work in different ways than you expected, or there any particular work work stories that you might have? Well, I, you know, probably hundreds, <laughs> you know, yeah. when things, things don't work out. I think particularly of, you know, when you do overseas mission trips, they always say, you know, anything you have planned is probably not going to happen or it's not going to happen the way, way you do. But I remember, I mean, this is a long time ago, but uh, being on a mission trip and we were coming back and all of our flights were canceled. They're like, we overbooked the flight and it was December and we're all standing in line. It was in Russia and, you know, uh, well, it wasn't, it was in a communist country. I guess it was. I can't remember which one. And they were like, we overbooked the flight too. I'm sorry. We don't know when you'll get out. And I remember saying (laughs) kind of naively, well, could we give thanks? And somebody else goes, please don't say that right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, what other, we can stew on this or we can just say God has a plan. So we ended up getting out way, 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 way late and two people were there another day or two. And 
and missing all of our connections. And it was just one of those things where, you know, you know, I can't control, I can't, I can't control uh, other people or the world, but I can control myself and can I choose yeah. to give thanks? So that's kind of a funny situation. It's a life, life one when you think about how many things are out of your control to take yeah. charge of. Well, um, if someone is just listening to this and they've never really had a gratitude journal or had this habit, how would you um, encourage someone to get started doing this kind of habit? I would say, you know, take five minutes and think about two or three things that you're grateful for very practically and then add to that. So I, I try to do that first thing in the morning. And then I try to do it at night. Where have I seen God show up? Where, where can I be grateful for a connection that he made, a conversation that was unplanned? And then it's like a habit grows and becomes part of who you are. But I think it's always better to start small and then build on it. And because I thought, oh, how long will it take to get to a thousand? And it really didn't take that long because it just multiplied. And, and then it was the joy of, of seeing God's hand and then the joy that I experienced on the inside. So now, you know, I, I'm really grateful. You know, somebody gave me a plaque last year, a beautiful or Thanksgiving. It says grateful. Oh. And then somebody else gave me a journal that has my name on every page, gave that to me for my last birthday. And I have, you know, just so many journals where I, writing and thinking about it instead of just in my head but putting it down on paper really helps me yes god did do that yes that was a blessing yes that's something i've never thought of so i always think it's like any when you're trying to develop any new habit just start small and build on it and that's yeah. certainly what's what's happened in my life it's been like a, a roller coaster in a good way of building on momentum and then it just grows and grows and grows. And I, I hope yeah. that's something that I'm known for. Um, yeah. Over the years. That's great. Like I said, I've enjoyed doing that too. And I know when I first started, I especially, I just was more attentive to even just the visual things I would see. Like, mm. I mean, I, I like flowers or the mm -hmm. sky and it seemed kind of at first, I don't think I really noticed those things as much, but I, when I walk by beautiful flowers, I always have to take their picture. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It, 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 it's just fun to see just the things that are right before us. But even a lot of things I write down are, like you said, just conversations with different people and, you know, family or friends, or just, I don't know. It, it It's really fun to, to, to see, to see the kind of things that we can choose to give thanks for. Mm -hmm. But then obviously there's, like you've mentioned, there's some things that are really hard and like mm -hmm. we don't really understand what God's doing or it just is really hard to give thanks, but knowing that there can be joy and peace in that when we choose to do that. So, well, as you think about even back to what your strengths are, do you feel like, I mean, I think give, having a gratitude journal can be something obviously anybody can do, but do you see your strengths helping forge that in a, 
in a more productive way, possibly? Yeah, because I, well, I, like I said, I, I'm disciplined. And so, yeah, I, you know, I probably written down 10 or 15 things today that I'm grateful for. It's just become a spiritual practice to look for where God is working. And so if I make that commitment, I try to follow through on it. And then it's a great practice to teach other people, people who are growing in their faith to say, well, where have you seen God at work? Have you seen God show up in your life and that kind of thing? Because a lot of it's awareness, I think, of all the ways that God provides and gives unusual opportunities. And like you said, when you see just the natural beauty of the world that you can blow past, uh, stopping to give, you know, worship to the Lord. Thank you for the sunset. Thank you for the sunshine. Thank you that I have daily daily bread today i went to the gas station i mean that's that's not a given for so much in the world and today i thought thank you lord i have money to pay for my gas and i i can find gas which a lot of the world can't and so that has helped me stay on track for the kind of the long haul as far as being grateful yeah i know we've kind of hit on this, but is there anything even this year that you feel most thankful for, like during this Thanksgiving season? Well, I would say daily blessings of uh, provision that I don't take for granted. I had the opportunity to get to know a Ukraine staff member this spring who was here. Her sister flew her here She's with with crew in Ukraine, and so I'm still in touch with her. And so reading about the war and their fear of not having, I just read a few minutes ago, they were not sure about gas and heat and food, and our, is our country going to be blown up again? And so I just thought, I have freedom. I God is blessed in such an incredible way with finances and daily provision. And so I think I've had an increased awareness uh, being in touch with people who don't, you know, they sirens go off during their church services. Do they go to the bomb shelters or do they just keep singing? And that's been a huge wake up call of things that I really take for granted. So yeah. Yeah. We have peace and freedom. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? I know it's kind of some of the same things, but is there anything particular lately that's put joy, given you joy? Well, I love being a part of other people's families, uh, not having any local family. And I know this is kind of frivolous, but it's been a blast. I've gone to a bunch of Friday night football games with friends whose son is plays in the band, and I've just had a ball. And uh, I love college football. And again, that's frivolous. But yesterday I had my phone going, a computer going, the TV going, and earpods. <laughs> I, was wa- I was watching two games at the same time. And I thought, I know it's just a game, but I love to see the underdog win. I like to read the backstory on people who, you know, 
of overcome odds and stuff like that. So it, that's very kind of frivolous, but that really brought a lot of joy. Celebrating, you know, watching some people's kids get married that we have known since they were born and seeing them go on to make good choices. That brings a lot of joy in my yeah. life because relationships are really important to me. Mm-hmm. Well, Teresa, thank you so much um, just for taking time just to give me a little glimpse and our listeners about just this amazing habit you have of gratitude. And um, I hope it encourages somebody, but it brings me joy just to see your cheery face (laughs) and just have this conversation with you. So thanks so much for being here with me today. My pleasure. Thanks for asking me. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.